this Monday night football prop bets in week 13 recap edition of the sports gambling podcast is presented by mybookie.ag. My bookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. Brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay per head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circa Las Vegas. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. It's happening. Kramer dog. Let's hear it. Let's let's hear the all rise. Oh, holy shit. Sean, the giants are shocking the world. They're shocking the world a lot. Like they shocked the world in 2007 when they went on a run. Sean, do you know? Outside of the number one seeds in the conferences, the Chiefs with a seven game winning streak, and of course, the Steelers haven't lost, and the Saints with a nine game winning streak. Do you know who is next up on that so list? So you, you just qualified it with four other teams? Three teams. Okay. Three teams. The Browns and Giants, four game winning streaks. <laughs> Look out. Five and two over their last seven, Sean. I, I don't know what to say. I, it, I, I hate to do this, but I, uh, you know, I was, I was scrolling through my giants, Twitter and I, I was, you'd be, I was reminiscing. I, it was a huge giants win. I thought you'd be wearing some sort of giants paraphernalia. I mean, I like you rocking the SGP merch, but no, no giants gear on. Right? Uh, well, I, 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 I went naked for the game. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to, you know, uh, as a true worksman, I didn't want to go get done up for the air. I'm a blue collar guy. This is what I looked like all day. <laughs> if anything, maybe I'll bring the, uh, maybe I'll bring the Jason Garrett mask on so I can okay. be all rise and compliant. Um, but no, I, what's, you know, uh, when, when you're a good team, you, you go one week at a time, Sean, and yeah, you act like you've been there when you win. And as uh, Logan Ryan was heard saying and walking off the field, do you believe now, Sean, do you believe in miracles? <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I, 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 here's what I'll say. Uh, Joe judge is a good coach. Clearly this was a massive win. I, I do think that it, this is more to uh, the, the, just this, the Seahawks team having some massive weaknesses, but if I'm, if I'm, t- if I'm you, the reason I'm nervous, that the giants are going to bring this across the finish line is because they have a fucking defense. And the last time they had a defense and a young quarterback 
and no one believed in them. And they got into the playoffs with a joke of a record and people said they couldn't do it. Eli Manning beat an undefeated Patriots team, Sean. So I believe that Joe judge has brought so the winning culture from new England. They ain't winning up there in new England anymore. Where'd it go? Sean? I don't know if it went to Tampa. Might've come to New Jersey with Joe <laughs> judge. All rise. How do they, how do they get a punt blocked and still win that game? <laughs> I mean, Seattle really had some opportunities. I was on Seattle live at like plus 500. They got that. Uh, they got that first touchdown. They got oh. the ball back. They were down that, five points. How did they not that, figure it out? I missed that part of the year. I guess I was too naive to what was going on, but that's why you were really bitter, huh? You you, you threw down some money trying to fade the Giants. Yeah, no. When they were Foolish. down, when they were down, uh, when Seahawks were down twelve, I bet I get it. The price was almost five to one. And they almost pulled it off. I mean, I mean, as someone who thinks the Giants are complete trash, uh, laughed at me saying you should take over six and a half wins. Which, by the way, Sean, don't look now, but you still need you still need two wins. But but, but I mean, <laughs> four games ago they were one and seven. Yeah. So uh, we're we're making our way. Look, I'm just happy that I got something to do. I, I'm happy I can be excited about something. I no longer have a college football team. That's really oh, sad. Wow. Uh, so I am I am ecstatic, Sean. I uh, for the first time, this is now back to back weeks. I will be watching highlights, uh, lots of them. You know how that feels when when your team's good and you want to re rewatch what happened. I do, Ryan. People I are getting mad days. at me that I'm tweeting too much. All rise, positive stuff about the Giants. It's well, like fuck you. Oh, oh, they're only five and seven. First place, bitch. Sit down. You know who's <laughs> coming at me saying things like that? People who aren't in first place, bitch. Winners only. All rise. Speaking of winners only, that's all they got over at mybookie.ag. Promo code SGP. That's right. Live wagering, you could have been like me and live wagered on the uh, Seahawks. Plus 500. Felt good. Unfortunately, it wasn't good. But you have some winners, and we gave out some winners this week, including Cleveland Browns money line. They were they were our dog. Cash that. Two and two in the circuit. It's weird doing the recap show, Ryan, because it feels like we got three games left. Yeah. The, the week's not quite over. And speaking of three games. We have two games Monday night, a game Tuesday night, Thursday night football four, <laughs> prime time NFL weekday games, and you can bet them all over at mybookie.ag. We're gonna talk player props here in a second, recap the week thirteen. But again, head over to mybookie.ag. Use a promo code SGP. Get that sweet deposit bonus, fifty percent. Home of the DGens only profit, Ryan. Yes, and, and just remember, we got to keep the Joe Judge talk under twelve minutes, so we appease the guy who gave us the one-star review because we went way too hard on Joe Judge. So, do we? Well, according to that, according to that reviewer. All right, let's get to the recap. The Detroit Lions plus three, easy money, never in doubt. Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky, how do you fumble the ball at your own ten when you're up? They're just trying to run the clock out. They make the mistake of allowing Mitch to throw on third and four. <laughs> he fumbles it right there. The the Lions pick it up. AP scores another touchdown. Adrian Peterson back to back weeks with two touchdowns. It's it's insane that he's having an impact. Uh 
I mean, look, I, I the Stafford you, FU game was was strong. The 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 spirits that haunt the Lions were were some somehow involved in that Trubisky. Uh, and what's their record? Five and seven. The Lions. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying they maybe they square well, off well, against the I'm Giants just, in gonna, the I'm NFC Championship out. I'm just gonna point this out. One game out of the playoffs right now. Vikings in are the hunt. Vikings are the number seven seed right now at six and six. Yeah. Just gonna throw that out there. Vikings. Yeah, they're another story. They were one and five, now six and six. This was a it, it was a wild uh, week of action, especially early. Miami nineteen, Cincinnati seven. We were both on the Dolphins. Cash that laying the big number eleven and a half. Oh man, this when two started, I was like, God damn it, because the offense is just so much better with Fitz Magic. I mean, they won and covered. Ugly game. I mean, they yeah. had two, they had two field goals from the two yard line. Uh, Cincinnati never really in That's, this, but Miami barely covered that eleven and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, they got it done though. They got this is a good team. I mean, when no, when they I, are good, but like they're just way better with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I th- you know obviously they're planning for the future. <laughs> yeah, but why not win a fucking playoff game? I I, I, I don't a think- little bit maybe they're overthinking it, dude. May- yeah, may- maybe they are getting cute because you know we've seen this before. Uh, Strasburg in the Nationals always uh, pops out as a like, well, you know what? You don't get a chance to win a championship every year, so you go for it when you have the opportunity. Uh, I don't know, Miami. We liked them because we thought they they would just take care of business. They did. When I saw Flores running out in the field, Sean, to uh, to get involved in that fight with his team, <laughs> that was a, that was kind of a badass move uh, by you, Ryan you know Flores. this latest wave, this latest wave of Belichickian disciples is certainly looking like they know how to coach football, <laughs> baby. Oh, rise, right? You can probably wait till they get to shut 500. the fuck up. Carson Wentz is done. He's ruined. <laughs> Jalen hurts. Didn't look all that good. I'm a little worried. He might turn the season around for him, but Houston 20 <laughs> Colts, 26 uh, Indy. You had Indy Ryan. I had the Colt or sorry. You had, you had the Colts. Yes. I had Houston catching three and a half. This game was so frustrating because I had a sweet ass parlay, a money line parlay with the Texans and the Browns. Now the Browns, we'll get to that game later, but they just they just fucking destroyed Tennessee. They kind of almost let him back into the game, but not really. <laughs> I mean, Even it was fourth and an inch and, and Baker's trying to run the clock out, dives forward, the ball's loose. Tennessee recovers it, runs it back. They almost get they get a touchdown eventually. Still don't end up uh, winning the game. But Houston, it, it, the game was uh, it, it was, they were just hanging around all game. And then it was 23, 20 Indy. They stopped Indy. They get the field goal. Houston gets the ball back. Sean Watson slinging it. They're driving all the way down. They get down to the five yard line just in my head. I'm like, there's no way they're not going to get a touchdown here. It's first and goal. They have four times they're moving the ball to Sean Watson's running around, scrambling, throwing great. And he just fumbles the snap. It wasn't even a bad snap. Indy recovers, and I was just like, "You motherfuckers, what? What? Uh, that was a that was a brutal way to lose that game." And, Some teams and, know how to lose, and Indy kind of dominated that game. They should have been up by more. They just let Houston hang around, and that's why I thought I, I had a good shot there at the end. Indy is looking more and more like a team that's going to win the first round of the playoffs by a blowout, and then like lose a game they should have won in the second round. They're weird because they do have that. Uh, right now they have a horseshoe up their ass. They're getting every sort of bounce. They're eight and four, no, which is and crazy 
they don't feel like an eight and four team. All of a sudden, Ty Hilton's he's involved in uh, in fantasy stuff. He's looking good. Philip Rivers has that toe issue, which seems to matter a little bit at times, but that uh, doesn't matter. It's good for percent. He gets a couple more snaps a game. I will say <laughs> when they have to force Buckner back, that defense really it, it makes a big difference. Vikings twenty seven, Jags twenty four. Ryan, unfortunately, your lock. It, the minus ten never really felt like it was in play. No. What did feel like it was in play uh, was towards my, the end it did, and then Dalvin Cook fumbled. Yeah, Dalvin and, Cook fumbled on the goal line. Uh, I had two of those goal line fumbles go against me again. I know what it is about goal line fumbles. I can't get one of them to go my way. I bet uh, Minnesota live, and I had him at three and a half. All Dalvin Cook needs to do is get that touchdown, and then they go into overtime. Yeah, Minnesota gets the ball right, so I'm thinking, all right, maybe I'll get lucky. They'll 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 actually go for the touchdown. Uh, they're driving a little bit. They they throw up a ball to Jefferson. It's called back on offensive pass interference. Whatever. Horrible call. Back and forth. They have to punt. They get the ball back. Then they're driving. They get it all the way down to the five. Then they have first and goal at the one. They run two plays. They don't get it. And then on third down, you know, clock. Which, by the way, Dalvin Cook. The every time he touched the ball, he looked like he was about to go down. He slid. He's a running back, and he slid feet first. What the fuck? Yeah, it's like, dude. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. You're you're a smart guy. Not. I mean, I I don't know how smart he is. I'm gonna make a judgment that he went to Florida State. Probably not like on the debate team, but we get it. You know that you're trying to end the game, but get in the fucking end zone. That ends the game too. Ends the game better. Covers the three and a half in game that we bet. Third and and goal. They're they're clearly gonna run one more play because they don't trust the kicker. He's already missed two extra points, which didn't help fucking with the minus asshole. three and a half. And then a false start gets him back to the five, and then they kick the field goal win by three. Brutal. Mm. Speaking of brutal, if you had the Jets money line, if you were a psycho <laughs> who bet Jets money line, you're pulling your hair out. Oh. I tweeted out that no one wants uh <laughs> No one wants Trevor Lawrence because it looked like the Jags were going to win there for a second. It looked like the Jets were going to win there for a second. And then the last play of the game, Greg Williams, who for some reason still has a job, brings the house, which I'm not opposed to bringing some pressure. I kind of like when they bring a little bit of pressure, but they brought seven, played bump and run. The (laughs) quarterback even said, uh, that got burned. The Jets cornerback said he thought they could have been in a better play, which is just. Throwing the throwing Greg Williams under the bus, he so. gets burned. Nelson, you know, Henry Ruggs catches it into the end zone. <laughs> Raiders win, don't cover. I there there was a little moment there where it seemed like they were going to cover, and then Sam Darnold put the team on his back and just ran all the way down they, the field. They got home in the teaser though, and that was the most important part. I went big on the Eagles, or I'm sorry, the Packers Raiders teaser, and, and we got home. So it was, but goddamn. Fucking! It is amazing. Like Greg Williams, are they just? Did they just? Are, maybe the Jets ownership ownership is just genius, and they they tried to create the Megatron <laughs> of tank. bad coaches. Greg Williams as your spunky defensive coordinator underneath a just super strange Adam Gase. It's working. Adam Gase press conferences. I'm gonna miss those <laughs> because he is just defiant. Angry, just where does he go next? I, I there's no uh, he's maybe a quarterback coach. The, you, you, you can't you, hire him as a coordinator. See, he strikes me as the egotistical type that ends up within like the AAF or the XFL or whichever <laughs> whichever next spring football. He would actually he would probably do well in college, I think, because he is a guy who 
you know, likes a bunch of rules, very dominating. Maybe can bring some pro schemes. I, I think he would. Uh, maybe the Mac, maybe a team in the Mac would uh, look to hire. Yeah, I mean, it's unclear what he's actually done, but I, I hear you. No, he's. Got he, he's I, I don't know. How did he get another job off of uh, off the Miami the, job? Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> I have no idea. The Jets have been looking up at Miami every year, so they're like, <laughs> "You're doing a better job than us." Oh, the Atlanta Falcons sixteen, Saints twenty-one. Ryan, I tried to, I I'm tried done. to talk us into it. I'm I said, done. "Should we just take our medicine and admit Taysom Hill maybe wins this game?" Fuck. You, you talked me good. into it. No, the, the Saints are good. Their defense is good. Everyone was calling us out for picking against the Saints once again. We just couldn't admit that Taysom Hill, the coach's son. And I, I pointed out he had zero career touchdown passes. Got a couple. Got on the board. Congratulations, Taysom. Atlanta though. You, Atlanta was man at plus two and a half. When Taysom Hill fumbled, they got it down there. Man, they were they were right in there to the very end. I I just don't know what Atlanta's doing on offense. Can Their I defense is actually playing pretty decent. Though. Yeah, I think the controversial statement is Matt Ryan. Uh, he the I think Matt Ryan has lost grip on the cliff and he's falling. <laughs> I, I yeah. If you're Atlanta, you gotta trade Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Church, blow it up. Whatever you can get for those guys, because what what's the point? What's the point of paying a number one receiver? Matt Ryan's clearly his prime is gone. Like, do what you, are you what are you doing there? I mean, yeah, a lot. I think there's a number of quarterbacks that would love to have those weapons, and the fact they just can't figure it out. Uh, the combination of the bad offensive line and, and the quarterback who. You know, frankly, he just looks like he's lost a little bit on the arm strength, and it's it's making it hard for him to make all the throws he used to be able to make. And he's a private school pussy. That that never true. forget. Browns forty one, Tennessee Titans thirty five. We uh, we're all over Browns money line dog barking. I mean, they had thirty one in the first half. Forty one thirty five. This was not by any means a one score game. This was just a, uh, they just fucking blew them out. Uh, the Browns offense was just good. And, and, you know, I'm kicking myself. I was kind of thinking maybe I, maybe I play Baker in DFS didn't pull the trigger on it. I'm kicking myself because I, I just didn't think he would have an, an amazing game again, as far as stat wise. And he, he just threw the ball. Well, uh, they, they gave him some easy touchdowns there near the goal line. He had that 75 yard wide open pass to people's Jones. Like this offense, this Stefanski offense is just good. And, and you right now, if the playoffs were to start, the first round matchup would be Cleveland heading to Tennessee. So, I mean, this Browns team, they do kind of strike me as the, I can't wait to bet against them in the playoffs type of team uh, situationally, because the Titans were very flawed, but that's uh, what I'm going to say is yeah. if, if it's a rematch, now, while I I like you know Vrabel showed us in the Colts rematch how he can get it done uh, and mix things up, but man, I it, based on how this game went, uh, like you said, the garbage kind of made it appear closer than it really was. It's it would be hard for me to take Tennessee as a favorite because I would imagine the spread would would not move to three. It would be it would still be three and a half four. Well, and especially if there's weather in this playoff game, this team is designed to play well in shitty weather. And again, I but Baker's their quarterback. Like that's the problem. Yeah, there there is a ceiling, but I think a. uh, But that's why the playoff fade is appealing because you're like, well, 
At what point does Baker have the complete like Homer Simpson meltdown? Yeah. Well, and and their defense. Now that they got Miles Garrett back, so much better. So, uh, look out for the Brownies, man. They're getting hot. Speaking of hot, Ryan, your New York Giants seventeen, Seattle twelve. Uh, I mean, be I, honest, Sean. Cra- is this the crazy? Was that was that the craziest result for you of the season? There was no chance you thought that they were going to beat the Seahawks. No, I didn't think they were going to beat the Seahawks, especially when they, when Seattle blocked that punt and I don't know how they couldn't recover that fumble in the end zone. I mean, the guys are sliding around, but instead of two points, that should have been seven. That really was the difference. I, I, you know, Colt McCoy did just enough. I I wasn't shocked that Wayne Gallman was able to run the ball a little bit. I was shocked that Alfred Morris had two touchdowns. I did not see that coming. Ryan. Did you know that was the first receiving touchdown of his career? (laughs) <laughs> so, it, and I'm sure there was a crazy DJ's only prop bet over at my bookie as far as him getting two touchdowns, two Jesus. touchdowns, Alfred Morris. But this this Giants team winning ugly. They're playing good defense, not putting up a ton of points, but getting it done. So, congratulations on winning the NFC East, Ryan. Are, are you trying to throw a backhanded compliment over here? No, that, congrats. Was that, was that guys, real? I mean, I don't. Who catches you in the NFC East? The the football team, right? Yeah, but you guys have the tiebreaker over them. They have they have Pittsburgh tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you guys got it wrapped up. Easy, easy schedule. Are you trying to jinx it? No, I mean, and and, how do you guys not win out right now? How do we not win out? Oh, you you got got Cardinals at home. Win that. Browns at home. Win at Ravens. Win Cowboys at home. I do think you will win that. So four and zero, nine and seven coming in. With an eight-game winning streak, congrats, Ryan. Well, and if you look at the games they lost, I mean, the Bucks only two points, the Eagles one point, and the Cowboys three points. I mean, we could be talking about a team on an absolute heater, Sean. Eight, no. <laughs> uh, how? How? Th- I mean, already circling as a regression team. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a this will be a fun situation. It's one of these things. There, if whatever team gets into the playoffs out of the NFC, Sean, I understand you're trying to crown the Giants. I don't, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm not willing to wear that crown. Enjoy it. I'm not willing to cash my plus fifteen hundred or my plus twelve hundred or my plus one thousand or my plus seven hundred ticket I have on the division Um, yet. But I think whatever team comes out of the NFC East is going to be a absolute diamond of a first round bet because it's just no nothing to lose. They're gonna play Home a dog. good. They're gonna play a good fucking team. It's either gonna be the Bucks or the Rams or the Seahawks or a team like that. That's it's that's gonna have Super Bowl aspirations, and they're gonna get punched in the fucking mouth by Joe Judge. There you go. I love how much of a just a Jersey like Guido he is, or he appears to be. Kind of out of shape. Doesn't look like he has. He's he's found his way to the uh, the workout area of the Giants facilities <laughs> yet. Arizona Cardinals at home catching three. They couldn't get it done. Twenty-eight to thirty-eight. They lose uh, with the Rams. I was going back and forth on the podcast. I even briefly picked the Rams, and then the the idea of the home dog won me back over. But really, I think we just have to r- come to the terms or come to grips with the Rams are a pretty solid team. The Forty ers have their number. There's a, there's a number. <laughs> there's a couple teams that really have the keys to Jared Goff sucks island. You know, it's it's become. A resort where you got to know a certain guy to get you on there, but once you get on there, you can you have an amazing time. But people are people are having trouble finding Jared Goff Sucks Island, and uh, kudos to McVeigh and and the defense for 
put them in good spots. And it's the perfect situation because I, I, we should have thought about this, but Kyler is that shy kid. Yes. Kyler's like the nerdy shy kid. Who's never had six. They take him to the bunny ranch and it's just an absolute (laughs) mayhem. It's a bloodbath in there. Doesn't know what Uh, to do with Jared Goff sucks. Island. So he gets the Jared Goff sucks Island. He's just so fucking excited to be at Jared Goff sucks Island. He doesn't know what to do. Real, real shitting in the bed. I mean this, when you when you dubbed uh, Cliff Kingsbury Cliff Kitchens this this preseason that th- it's this kind of game is what you were talking yeah. about period and, and you know we'll talk about it when you get to New England uh, Chargers but certainly I think you have to realize that Cliff Kitchens I think is kind of holding this chart this Cardinals team back because they have talent and that that injury to Murray does seem to be it, you know there was like that one month run where it's like, is he MVP? Is he in the mix? And clearly that's not the case. I, I do think the injury is impacting him and their defense can be real cold at times. So, well, that's the problem. They just can't get a stop when they need to green Bay Packers, 30 Eagles, 16 mm. business as usual. Mm. Uh, couldn't slow down Devonte Adams. Offense looked horrible for a long period of time. Carson Wentz finally got benched, which uh, was it a benching or was it an in, was there an injury in there? I mean, you know the answer is that he got benched, right? But um, I'm just checking. But maybe maybe you it's know just a, I w- the, the Giants of, of the Giants have been really bad for a really long time, and I don't remember ever making fun of you on the podcast. Well, you Ryan. missed I don't know, an opportunity. I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> Carson Wentz uh, played like shit. He yep. deserved to get benched. He got benched. Jalen Hurts came in, gave the offense a little bit of life. Had a nice fourth and eighteen touchdown. Then that kind of jump started. Special teams. Rager took one to the house. It's good to see him uh, making some plays. Ultimately, couldn't get it done. They gave up a long run to Aaron Jones, and then the game kind of got away from him. Hurts threw a late pick, but. Um, yeah, I mean, there's four games left. I want to see what we have in Jalen Hurts. I think there is a chance that Carson Wentz can be fixed, but not during this season, and probably not with this coaching staff. Does he get traded? I uh, I don't think so. I would be surprised. I think I think Doug Peterson getting fired or resigning is much more likely than Carson. So Wentz you don't think traded. the Eagles ship a first rounder and a Carson Wentz to the Bears to offload that contract? No, I don't think you would have to. Um, I, I think you could. I think you could trade how, him to the Colts. How much dead money on that contract? What do you mean? If they cut him? Yeah, uh, there would be a lot, but I don't think they would cut him. I so I his contract still like he's got like two years of, of. No, I after this year they could cut him. After or sorry, after next year they could cut him, and it would be like seventeen or eighteen million dead cap weight. But um, what's the I, front I, office doing over there? Well, I think Howie, Howie Roseman, I, I think he could get cut. And I think there is, there would be a trade value. They would, there definitely would be a trade market for Carson Wentz. You wouldn't have to, he's not fucking Brock Osweiler. Mm. Uh, you don't think the Colts would trade for Carson Wentz. You don't think Frank Reich would want to trade for Carson Wentz. And again, if he sucks, you're not, you're not tied to the deal long-term. I mean, there's a reason that Trey Burton threw the Philly special, I assume. What's they, that? They knew the limitations of Carson Wentz. Well, he wasn't in the game, Ryan. So that theory makes no sense. All right, moving over to New England, a game I tried to get you to yeah. allow on our circuit card. I said very clearly and plainly, and in very obvious English, that New England was going to win this game. Uh-huh. So I, somehow this closed as a plus. They they were giving 
New England points. They didn't need points. Forty-five to fucking nothing. Has Anthony Lynn been fired? When it was thirty-one nothing, I asked you what the live line was because there was, it was pretty clear to me that New England was going to keep running up the score and that Los Angeles wanted nothing to do with this mm. game. Their, you know, their streak of uh, one-score games went out the window last week against Buffalo, and then really San Diego. Superchargers. It was really, it was really sad watching uh, with Justin Decker. Who he was asked. I mean, Anthony Lynn was asked if he's going to be fired. "Quote: I expect to be the coach of this team tomorrow." End quote. <laughs> well, yeah, tomorrow. I, I don't think they want to mess with their draft pick. The damage has been done. Him uh, talking to <laughs> Justin Herbert, and <laughs> I mean, it's just bad, right? What else is there to say? This this Chargers team is just a complete it, disaster. It's and and, it, and it's got and there's a good roster. Like if you're the GM, you got to be getting you got to get this coach out of here. Yeah, as far as as far as GM jobs, it's this has to be yeah. a and coaching jobs. The roster's loaded. I mean, roster's loaded. You get Derwin James healthy back. You get Melvin Ingram back healthy. You have Justin Herbert who looks really good. You have Keenan Allen. You have Eckler. You pick the right quarterback. You have ta- like you have you have a rec- you have receivers multiple. You have a tight end. You have running backs. You have every position you have. Maybe you need a quarterback. Yeah, I think or you two. even asked Decker who. What did they use this yeah, first round I, pick on? And he's like, I don't know. We have everything. <laughs> I jokingly said a coach. Yeah, a coach on the other side, New England uh, rounding into form. This you know wing T offense of just running the ball and pounding it Boy. out. Sean, if you look at the playoff picture, eight and four right now is what it takes to be the seven seed in the AFC. Yeah, but it, but we're not far off from that being a uh, more of a you know maybe just barely over five hundred. Patriots six and six right now. You're telling me the Patriots come into the playoffs and get the Chiefs in the first round? Cam Newton just runs the ball twenty five times a game. I mean. Uh, this is the, the Patriots are going to be strangely just a terrifying team if they manage to make the playoffs. Because if they can play games like this, where they just eat the clock and Cam Newton just runs his he literally 2011 Auburn offense, uh, you know they're going to be tough to stop. There's a reason why that offense was impossible to stop in college. He's an unstoppable quarterback when he's trying to get three or four yards. It, it's just. I, I would not want to have to stop that shit. It would be so annoying. But I mean, cat. Maybe a long shot Super Bowl ticket. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think if you're a Patriots fan, and of which there are many, it's a baby fucking wheel, man. That listen to the podcast. I think their their scenario is kind of similar to Tennessee, where they they look bad early on the season, so they they kind of sneak into the playoffs. They get hot. They figure out that formula. They're a run heavy team, yeah, which could work in the playoffs. I, I still think Cam Newton. I think there's a if you're a smart coach, there's a very easy way to beat this Patriots team, and you not maybe not easy, but force them to throw. And, and even in this game, forcing Cam Newton to throw was just well. And obviously, they got out coached. They allowed this, like they kind of poured gasoline on the fire. And, and obviously, special, t- you know, getting just just housed in special teams not not going to help. Uh, what was that dude's name? Ovlowski or what? L. We got to look up his name. Yeah. Uh, you know, another another alleged coach's son making some uh, some play time, returning a pump for a touchdown, also taking a taking a pass what to the house or almost to the house. I mean, 
I don't. Uh, the summary was purely just how the first half ended. They're about to get some points, and the Patriots just block it and take it to the house. Instead <laughs> of being twenty-one-three, it's twenty-eight nothing. Like Sean, was, you look over at Ducky, you're like, I don't mean to laugh. <laughs> I felt bad, but uh, it was tw- yeah, it was twenty-one nothing, and we're talking to Decker. Like, should you go for the field goal? He's like, Yeah, go for the field goal. <laughs> I uh, just block it, take it to the house. For the record, I didn't think they should have gone for the field goal. Breaking news, Ryan. I just got a text from Colby Dant while doing this podcast live on YouTube. Colby asks, uh, "Are you awake?" Which is I'm, always funny. I'm it's ten thirty. I'm awake. At, at well, night. I do go to sleep on time. Yes, so on schedule. Sleep is important, Sean. Right, but he was texting me. You should know that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a child who goes to bed at <laughs> ten o'clock. But he said that uh, him and Patty C were recording a podcast. It went well over two hours, and according to him, the system won't let him upload it. So, oh wow! Stay tuned for a mega <laughs> college experience podcast over in the College Experience feed. Chiefs twenty-two, Denver sixteen. <laughs> He's hit the limit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the neural net processor can't handle it. Oh shit! Chiefs. Uh, I mean, they, they probably should have won by more. It, it, this was a very Andy Reed game of, you know, not using his timeouts when he should not challenging that Tyree kill obvious touchdown. I mean, they, the chiefs really moved the ball up and down the field pretty well. This probably shouldn't have been a one score game, but uh, kudos to the the Broncos red zone defense and for covering the spread. I, I don't know. I mean, this, this spread just got out of hand, but this doesn't, you know, I, it's not like I think the, uh, you know, uh, Seems like a lot of teams were got a memo from the league to just chill. Yeah, this is just the the just chill week. I mean, yeah, I guess Denver did what they had to do. Melvin Gordon had his like one game, so people won't be upset about his contract. And I don't know. I mean, how did they not challenge that first Tyree Kill thing? Like just clear, just classic Andy Reid being a doofus. Yeah, I mean, awesome catch. Awesome <laughs> it was. catch. You gotta pay. I mean, if I'm Tyree Kill, I'm pissed off. And you don't you don't want to piss off Tyree Kill. Just ask his family. All right. Now we're going to be uh you know what? Let's give a shout out to Ace Per Head. That's right, Ace Per Head. Ace is the place. If you want to be booking action, yeah, take uh take take someone's Texans money line bet. They're going to fumble at the one yard line. Take someone's live Vikings bet. They're going to fumble on the one yard line. Again, being the bookie better than just trying to beat the bookie. And you can do it over at aceperhead.com slash SGP aceperhead.com slash SGP ACE is the place you want to start your own online sports book. Very easy to do. Very easy to set up. Ace takes care of you. And again, use that link and get up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. Kramer, gonna talk some Monday night football prop bets. Let's do it. All right, you go first. Uh, should we do first touchdown first? Go for it. All right, we got two games. What two p.m. football, Sean? Is, is that is that doable? Yep. Are we gonna, are we breaking some rules? Uh, I don't mind weekday football. I'm going to go. I know it aggravates you. Oh, I love it. Steelers. uh, I'm going to go Eric Ebron plus 1300 for the first touchdown. Uh, Sorry. The football team, not very good against the tight end. Ebron heavily involved last week. So I'm going to just lean into that. They're going to go back to that. Well, and uh, Ebron plus 1300. It's not bad. I went, uh, 
Yeah, I, I'm also on the uh, Steelers here. Going a little bit of a long shot here. James Washington plus twenty two hundred. Uh, he hasn't had a touchdown past couple games. Had one against Dallas. He kind of he's kind of in and out, but um, I don't know. I they they seem to like running those four uh, receiver sets, really spreading things out, and I think that's what they're going to do against the st- against the uh, football team. I think they're going to keep running that four wide and just dink and dunk. So I wouldn't be surprised if James Washington is the guy that ends up uh, ends up getting a, a, the first touchdown. So plus twenty two hundred. I, I get to roll the dice here a little bit for the second game. Yes. I'm going to go with the field. Okay. Uh, you know, get the backup tight ends, get like the fullbacks, maybe defensive players, uh, depending on what side. I think my bookie usually posts this for 40 to 1. So I'll, I'll get, I'll advertise it at 40 to 1. I'm going to take the field. Yeah. I'm going to Josh Allen. Love me some Josh Allen rushing touchdown. What's that price that? I don't know. The prices oh, aren't out. Prices out. I, I'm going to, I'll price it for you, Sean. Okay. Josh Allen first touchdown plus what sixteen hundred? Yeah, I was gonna say I'll, I'll call it fifteen hundred, but uh, you know Josh Allen near the goal line. It, it I feel like he hasn't been doing it as much recently, but again, I just like them in this spot. They were my lock for a reason. I, I think Allen is gonna be able to run the ball a little bit. Let's see. Last time, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah, he had a rushing touchdown last game. He's had one, two, three, four, five, six. He's had six rushing touchdowns. So, plus fifteen hundred first touchdown. I, I like the value there. What are you doing, prop bets wise, Kramer? Uh, you know, I'm gonna go to the Washington game actually for my first one. Washington over one and a half field goals plus one oh five. Uh, yeah, going to a kicking prop. You know, I like the kicking props. I just feel like Washington's going to be able to do a little bit here. We know this is a clear letdown spot. Tomlin sometimes lets the uh, lets the troops get a little soft, and uh, when they're laying big points, I know the spread's down to six and a half, which is interesting. But uh, I'm going to go to this prop. I think they get the field goals. I think they have lots of opportunities to kick one and a half field goals plus one hundred five. Ryan, like Jay Feely, he is the kicking specialist of the Sports Gambling Podcast. And uh, shout out to uh, Hayden Barton checking in on our live YouTube feed, saying, "Just want to say thank you again for betting against my Saints, guys. Winning big lately. LMAO. Love you, bro. Hey, as long as as long as we're figuring out ways to help you guys cash, doesn't matter if it's at the expense of our own our own picks. Then uh, God bless. Fucking horrible. Alex Thanks. Smith, Ryan." I don't know if you looked at this, but what do you think Alex Smith's passing yard prop is? Oh, uh, I I, I kind of know where this is, but I know it's it's uh, two twenty. I don't know so two twenty and a half. Yeah. I'm going under here. <laughs> they even when you know even when they have big games offensively or put up a ton of points, he still doesn't get a ton of passing yards against the Cowboys. Forty one points. He only had 149 passing yards against the Bengals. Twenty points. Only uh 166 passing yards. Now. He's had some outlier games like against the Lions where he threw 55 times for 390 yards. I don't think that's going to happen again. I, I think they've realized that they got to run the ball. I think they're going to try and run the ball a ton and I, I, between them running the ball and Pittsburgh's defense, I just don't see a ton of passing yards for Alex Smith. So give me the under there. You want to here so a bit of an anomaly for this game, sticking with the Pittsburgh Washington game. Pittsburgh number 1 defensive pass DVOA. 
Washington number three defensive pass DVOA. Yet both of them, Pittsburgh twenty sixth against and Washington thirty second against the number one receivers. I thought that was an interesting uh, statistical anomaly there. Uh, it almost makes me wonder. I, I mean, I like I like the angle for you because I think they shut down. I think they shut down the tight end and the running backs pretty well. Um, which is the area you got to worry about with Alex Smith. I don't know if Terry McLaurin's getting loose for a 150 yard game. Yeah. I don't see that happening. Next prop at Kramer. All right. I'll stick in this game. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to the Eric Ebron over 37 and a half receiving yards. I, I think the way you attack this Redskins, I'm sorry, this football team yeah, defense, come on, dude, don't drop any R bombs on the show is, is you, is you, is you, is you hit him with the, the tight end and you hit him through the, the middle and uh, I think Eric Ebron's a live bet. If you want to take an anytime touchdown prop, obviously I gave out first touchdown. Uh, I like the yardage because of the way they're using them. 37 and a half receiving yards is the number Deontay Johnson. He seems to be Ben's go-to guy as of late getting double digit targets, uh, back-to-back games over five and a half catches. Again, I, I they've kind of just turned into a, a dink and dunk team and maybe Maybe again, Ben's lost a little bit of his arm strength again. Uh, elbow injury in the off season. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> but really, look at this. Look at this target share. Deontay Johnson: 10, 11, 16, yeah. 13. and the catches: six, six, twelve, eight. I'm usually they like him. I'm usually hesitant to play an over catch total this high, but I, I think you got to make the exception for Deontay Johnson. And again, they they just spread you out. They dink and dunk. So Deontay Johnson over five and a half. All right, for my last prop, I'm going to go to the later game, Sean. I'm going to go to the but Bills and the Niners, and I'm going to take a guy who's showed chemistry with Mullins in the past, and that's Ayuk. Mm. Uh, to have more receiving yards than Stephon Diggs, Ooh. who uh, the reason I'm fading it here uh, again, San Francisco, quite the opposite of Pittsburgh and Washington, they lock down number one receivers. So uh, I'm going to play a little bit of a, uh, a fun way to take versus taking maybe an over on Ayuk, uh, just pure yardage. I'm going to take that. He beats digs on the yardage. You can get this for the same price to fade the, 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 the receptions prop. If you want, I'm going to go receiving yards. Ayuk has more than digs plus two twenty five. Okay. I'm going uh my boy Joshy Allen over 265 and a half passing yards. I think there's going to be some opportunities. It's in a dome. Now, granted Arizona's uh defense is better than the 49ers, but I mean, slightly. Yeah. Well, is it? Uh, I, I don't know. Air, San Francisco's defense, I can't tell if they're good or they just show up in certain spots and they're getting more healthy, but I- that's what worries me. I mean, uh, as someone who is riding with your uh, your Bills pick on the Circa Millions and the Capper Cup, my concern is that the the Niners just show up healthy. But I I, I think two sixty five and a half is a little low for this offense in a dome. I, I think I think Josh Allen's going to be able to get loose, get a little uh, action going. I don't know two sixty five and a half. They like throwing the ball. Hashtag Degens only. Ryan, what are we doing for the Degens only prop bets? All right, Ayuk. I mean, I think there is a a slight probability of having some points in this game. Yeah, I do like going after a Mostert thing, maybe a two touchdown thing. But this price was just too hard to not take it, Sean. For two hundred and nineteen to one, <laughs> two hundred and nineteen to one. 
150 yards receiving yep. and two touchdowns from Mr. Brandon Ayuk, Mullins guy. That's going to get you 219 to 1. That's yep. my DJ's only problem. Well, Ryan, it was I'll, I'll give out the other one because I was oh, going oh. back and forth. Oh, you got two, huh? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I, I was debating and this doesn't uh, you know, it's true DJ's. I don't know if you're like me, but I go to the yeah. highest odds and I work from the bottom up, sort and reverse. Brandon Ayuk is the longest odds at two hundred nineteen to one, just below it. Because I was going back and forth, and yeah. I'm glad you played this one because I I like the Ayuk angle, even though I'm all, all over the Bills. But I'm gonna go Debo Samuel. Similar stat line: 150 receiving yards and two touchdowns. And usually the yardage is really what screws you over on these things. But he's coming off a 133 yard yeah. game, so. Yeah, is it is it crazy that he's gonna have 150? Yeah, but that's why it's 177 to one, and that's why it's a hashtag digits only. And and the Bills have had issues in in pass defense. Again, Debo is one of those guys that you hit him on a bubble screen, he breaks a couple tackles, you're inside in a dome, yeah, he goes 80 yards to the house. So he's interesting, and Ayuk coming off of uh, the COVID list, I, I think, is fun as well. Well, and Cole Beasley sitting there with the same prop, <laughs> and I love Cole Beasley. Well, and we'll, we'll me, talk more about him, but yeah, and let me tell you because I'll I'll burn this for later. But San Francisco thirtieth against the, the slot receiver DVOA. So the slot, how's the slot? You're telling me there's a chance. I'm telling you there's a chance, and for Monday night, thought it'd be fun to throw out a Thrive Fantasy lineup. Of course, Thrive Fantasy. Uh, DFS, but the DFS in a fun new way, of course, only player props. We're doing the $25, uh, $5,000 guaranteed prize pool. That's pretty awesome. There's only, again, we're doing this live Sunday night. There's only 12 entries. I'm one of them. (laughs) And again, I've been a, I've been a thrive God. I've been, I've been thriving over at thrive fantasy, but it's pretty fun. They give you 20 player props and I like the the single game slate's fun, and we've been doing a lot of Thursday night ones. It's a fun way to get some action on primetime games. But I like this. I like the double game slate. It's perfect, just like draft. Couple more just options. Like couple more options. So, picking our ten favorite player props. I, I'll get this one out of the way because I already already gave yep. it out for the I'm my bookie it. props under Alex Smith, two hundred twenty-one and a half passing yards. Cosign, uh, and you're getting plus points on that. C- cosign. I mean, I, honestly, I don't quite. Get the angle. I don't quite see how they they think this is going to go down. Yeah, and I don't even know if they offer these anywhere. But I would take an adjusted under two hundred yards. Like oh. this, I mean, you know, you're thrown off because they just played uh, RG three and McSorley. But this this you know this Steelers pass defense can really shut guys down. This one, you say McSorley's too good. <laughs> He's better than Alex Smith. This player prop, I'm I'm getting plus 120 points wise. So, you know, you're you're kind of on the uh, the less chalky side. Logan Thomas receptions. I'm going under two and a half. Ryan, maybe I'm playing with fire, yeah. but I I just uh, I check just, down Charlie. He'll get three. He'll get. I I like the. I'm on the other side of this. I'm I'm going on the on the favorite with the 80 points. All right. I just think it's the Alex Smith special. Like it's the same reason you like the completions. Well, I'm going to JD McKissick under rushing touchdowns. Yep. It's only 75 points, so you're kind of giving up some juice here, but it's basically set at a half for the rushing touchdown. They it seems to be all about Antonio Gibson. 
and JD McKissick, he's getting a little passing work, but really it's all Antonio Gibson. So I, I don't know if he's just going to even get any of the carries. I, I'm with you on the same, same thing. I, I think if you look at his game log, he had one carry last game. So I, I just, it seems like Gibson's finally taken over the job. Yeah. What else you got? I got uh, Benny Snell again. Why not? Uh, the number's a little higher, 57 and a half this time for rushing and receiving yards. But uh, he, he's going to be the primary rusher. And while McFarland looks like he's going to get some work, looks like a good passing back, Benny Snell still got some catches. So I'm going to take the 90 points over 57 and a half rushing receiving yards. Yeah, this seems uh, crazy low. I'm also on. It's this. only five yards up from last game. Yeah, and James Conner's still out. So, yep. like you said, McFarland will get involved, but over, uh, you're getting 90 points too. So it's almost, almost kind of even money as far as the Thrive pricing goes. Uh, I also like Ben Roethlisberger over 25 and a half completions. You're getting plus 105. Love that price. And again, I, I think when you're putting together these Thrive lineups, you kind of come up with the game script. And for me, it's going to be a lot of dinking and dunking for this Steelers offense. I think they're going to be able to move up and down the field. And uh, yeah, so yeah, give me uh, give me Big Ben over 25 and a half completions. Yeah, I um I have Juju. Uh, mm. Under the fifty-eight and a half oh, okay. receiving yards, I he gets he catches a lot of short stuff. I don't think he's going to be the the primary weapon in this game. Like he he might he was being used a little bit more like that in the junkyard juju uh, Ravens rivalry game. So I'm going to go under here. Uh, I think you have to take some some stabs at some unders, and I I think you know Juju could very well have eight catches for forty-eight yards. It's the kind of it's the kind of games he's been playing. So I'm, I'm going Juju under. Now, when we threw out the pro- the earlier props, I said Deontay Johnson over five and a half. That's what it's priced at my bookie on Thrive. It's six and a half. I'm still taking the over. Nice. And you're getting because of the juice, you're getting 115 points if that hits. So kind of rolling the dice there, but yeah, Deontay Johnson all over that here. I'm taking Claypool to score a touchdown. Mm. Uh, they just they it, he seems to be a red zone. It, target. it really is kind of emerged as Deontay Johnson and Claypool. Seem like they get the volume and Claypool gets the tricky stuff, but Juju, I don't know. He's, I think he's almost odd man out there, but they, they use it maybe when Ben, I don't know, like he's, he trusts him a little bit more than the other guys. I don't know what the dynamic is, but I, I, I still think Deontay Johnson, the targets are just going to be there for him. Josh Allen, two and a half passing touchdowns and interceptions yeah. combined over 110. I keep getting this one wrong. I'm going back to the well with you. You're on the over there, right? Yep. All right. Yeah, that's easy. Uh yeah, I, I, what I was, else you got, I was just pulling up the red zone targets for the Steelers to validate that claim. Uh, actually Juju leads all Steelers with 16, Ebron 14, Claypool 13, Deontay Johnson 9. That's that's mm. somewhat shocking. That's just for the red zone. So uh, next up, Sean, uh, I took the Josh Allen over. I also went to Cole Beasley over three and a half catches, yeah, seven points. Uh, seems seems very. Come easy. on, no John Brown. Seems. Crazy. I mean, Gabe Davis is getting his. Don't get me wrong, but Cole Beasley, yeah. the bees. You're only getting seventy points on the over because it's it's free points. But it's you got to you got to take the free points. Get. Don't be tempted too much. I I I got to remind myself. Don't be tempted too much. Dawson Knox oh. under receiving touchdowns at a half. Savage. I like I like Dawson Knox's headshot. 
He seems yeah. like a dude who parties. Headband. Yeah, that, that's a strong Giant, sign. Yeah, this this is the type of guy. If I'm tossing a keg, yeah, uh, he knows who Springsteen is. Back and for forth sure. with a guy. It's probably going to be Dawson Knox. Although he only has one touchdown in the entire season. It last came, week, right? It came last week <laughs> on his one catch. So I'm just going to fade that that happens again. That's a it's a good to me fade. the the price going the other way isn't worth it. No, it's not. It's so, it's not it's not the worst price to pay for a guy who hasn't uh, seen a ton of targets in the red zone. I'm going to Mostert over 50 and a half rush yards for 85 points. I know he's coming off the injury, but he's just a dude that looks electric when he's out there. And I think the 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 Bills have given up some yards on the ground, so 50 and a half yards feels fair. I know that Coleman's going to be out there. There's a there's a lots of reasons to maybe not take this, but. I, he, Shanahan likes him, and he's just a guy. Like he looks good in that offense. So yeah, eighty-five points. And uh, for my one, San Francisco over. It is Debo Samuel over eighty-five points. So figure if I'm going to be rooting for him for the Dijon's only prop bet, may as well get him on the reception total. Four and a half seems reasonable. I, I think there's still some opportunities against this Bills defense, although I still. Situationally, I just like this spot playing in the neutral field at Arizona for the Bills. And my last pick was Ayuk back to to that well, fifty five and a half receiving yards. Again, he's shown chemistry with Mullins, and I think, you know, he looked good. I mean, if, as far as the rookie wide receivers, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see what he can do over the la- last couple of games of the season because he looked as good as anyone, maybe not named Justin Jefferson so far this year. Hundred ten points for that one. Yeah. No, I mean uh, that's easy money. All right, all right, and of course uh, our Tuesday night pick taking the Ravens <laughs> minus eight. Fuck you, Dallas. <laughs> we're we're locking it in officially. Well, Baltimore minus eight. Yeah, I mean let's lock it in. Just so we just right. so we officially Locked can because it wasn't the line wasn't out when we taped the podcast. And people were probably wondering who were they going to take. Yeah, people teaser, were on the right? edge of the seats. We get this in a teaser, right? Yeah, open tease. I mean, I don't know what is up with this Pittsburgh spread that's down to six and a half. That Do is I just... close all my teasers with the Ravens on <laughs> Tuesday night football? What goes wrong, Ryan? A Steelers Ravens teaser. I just don't see how it gets fucked why, up. Why? Why is the Steelers down to six and a half? I don't know. That's the I can't figure out why, and that's the only thing that scares me away. From if you it. understand that, please let us know. Yeah, I'm very curious. Chat in the YouTube if you know why the Steelers are all of a sudden only laying six and a half against the football team. I get the rest disparity, but they're still this Pittsburgh Steelers team again, somewhat like the Colts, where they just kind of have a horseshoe up their ass to a certain degree, and they're just uh, they're like a better version of it. They're they're a good team. It's going to be, uh, I think it could be tough sledding for the Washington football team. All right. Well, have you done the thing where you look at the Steelers schedule? No. Well, they beat the, uh, they beat the giants. I mean, that wasn't very impressive early in the season. Good. They're 11 and zero, but yeah. What are you, what are you getting at here? They beat the Broncos. They beat the Texans, the Eagles, the Browns. That's a win. Tennessee. That's probably a win. the Ravens, Cowboys, Bengals, Jags, and the Ravens again. So uh, I'm I'm kind of maybe throwing some shade. Like, how good is this team really? How many good teams have they beaten? Well, I, yeah, I guess the Titans, uh, Ravens twice. All right, Browns. are the Ravens a good team? You're on the you're on the bandwagon uh, when it comes to hating on Lamar. You're 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 driving that bandwagon. Well, they're a decent team, but I mean, well, just saying. Who? who I mean, well, yeah, they haven't saying. played the Chiefs. They're still a good team, right? You're crazy. Uh, yeah. 
they got the bill. I'm looking forward to the Bills next week. Yeah, that'll be a fun game. Hopefully the Bills aren't looking ahead. Hopefully they're getting psyched up for Monday night football. And of course, when you're listening to this, assuming you're not listening live, it is Merch Monday. So hopefully you got your reviews in. We'll be announcing those on Twitter at Gambling Podcast. Head over there. Check it out to see if your review will get drawn. Sean, I see. I, I see, I'm not going to spoil the review, but I see someone else basically saying no problem with the Joe Judge talk. Oh, so keep it up. I'm really Thank not you. looking forward to being inundated with all right five star reviews about uh, Joe Judge. So I love it. Not looking forward to that at all. <laughs> or Ryan and the uh, Giants winning the a- NFC. So grand congratulations, Ryan. Are you are you crowning him right now? Yeah, you guys aren't gonna. No way, no way, you don't win this. Thank you for Appreciate participating that. in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is. Oh wait, you got to say my first name first. And he is Ryan. All rise. Wentz is not a franchise quarterback. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>